0: Thank you for downloading this episode of the 155 Podcast, the public records interview series of all candidates in Hamilton's 2018 municipal election. For more election coverage, visit thepublicrecord.ca where you can sign up for our City Hall newsletter. Episode 55, Nour Nizam, running for Hamilton-Wentworth District School Board Trustee in Ward 13, recorded on September 4th, 2018. Noor Nizam, you're running for public school trustee in Ward 13. Welcome to the Public Records, the 155 podcast.
1: Thank you very much.
0: So firstly, tell us, who is Noor Nizam?
1: Uh, Noor Nizam is a resident of Dundas, Ward 13. Uh, Noor Nizam is living in Hamilton in Canada from year 2000 with his family and four children. The background Noor Nizam has is he's a community man. He is uh, educated, and he also has the feeling that there is something that the parents and students have to gain from the school board if there has to be prosperity in education and educational culture in Hamilton.
0: Why are you running?
1: Well, me and my wife, since 2000, we came to Canada and here. We have raised a family with four children and we have gone through all the bridges of difficulties faced by a family of kids who were attending elementary and high school. The problems that we faced in the schools, especially, are enormous. When my daughter was attending school in 2000 in Westdale High School, I couldn't understand what this school board system was. So I joined the Home and Parents Committee to learn more about what this is all about and what I can do both for the school, the teachers, and for my own daughter. We were only heard, but we were not listened because the school boards always decided and did what they want never gave a chance to the issues that we were raising. It was not only me. There were diverse community parents and voices out there asking the same question, why? So the best thing I thought now, after all my children had achieved the best in education, because at that time I didn't want to go to public office, I was more interested in giving my children a good education navigating and guiding them through life so that they can be productive citizens of this country that has given us so much. And thank to God, you know, they have come up in the best way. My four kids, one son and three daughters are doing very well. And I thought as a parent, me and my wife, who shared both, both these things together, we thought that it is best for me now, the right time to step into public office and give back our services, and give back our experience to the other parents and to the children, because we are happy with our children who got the best education. Thanks.
0: How have you contributed to your school community and education in Hamilton?
1: Well, as I told you, I was a member of the Parents and Teachers Home Committee, and I participated a lot in those meetings and gave the best I could do, which is very good for both the parents, school, and and my daughter. As I am from the diverse community, I also raised the issues of how diverse community children have to be taken care of because they needed attention more than the others. I also saw that sometimes the standard of education in certain disciplines were very low. As you will see now, you know, in, in, in Hamilton and in Ontario, the standard of English has gone down. The standard of maths has gone down. Now, my question is, how can we help these standards to come up? How can we help our students to get into the best educational levels that are needed by the universities? I was earlier teaching at McMaster, and I also was one of the associate directors of the University Health Network in Toronto. I have learned, I have experienced students having difficulties in both these subjects. So I felt, you know, what my daughter wanted should now be rectified, at least in the present board.
0: What are your priorities for improving public education in Hamilton?
1: Well, my priority is, as I told you, two important things. One is to take care of the educational levels that are needed, because as explained, being teaching in a university, I have seen the difficulties of students who come in with, you know, questionable levels of English and maths. So we have to upgrade the English and maths level. We have to help our teachers. They are doing a wonderful job, but they can't do a better job because policy decisions are made at the school board and not by the teachers themselves. So we need better representatives in the school board to make those policy decisions. And once those policy decisions are done, I am sure that these kids will do their best and parents will be happy about it.
0: What three skills have you demonstrated that make you the best choice to represent Hamiltonians on the school board?
1: I am a very successful father, I'm a very successful husband, and I am a very successful member of family who has proven themselves in Hamilton. And especially, we are happy that our children have reached the best levels of education, which is very needed for all parents to be happy about. So I think that is one of the main things that helps me to be what I am and what my children are. And I'm looking forward that every student in Hamilton will get that opportunity
0: very soon. Since 1997, many have reasonably argued that school board trustees merely exist to provide someone for local parents to blame for provincial decisions. Do you agree or disagree with this statement why or why not?
1: I think I don't agree with that. Because the fact is that, you know, if school boards do their job properly, and if you get good representation from the community in the school boards, then things will be much better. For example, look at the present school board, which, which has, you know, not been so, so good in the administrative backup. 57 schools in Hamilton, all the drinking water taps are running with lead poisoning and 32 schools have been spotted for change. Now, from 2015 to 2018, April, the school board got millions of dollars from the provincial government to rectify so many things and to make the schools better for our kids to go. Why did not they do the necessary repairs, the necessary replacements, the necessary adjustments that are wanted to have these steps free from lead poisoning. If the children continue to drink lead poisoning water, you know it will affect their nervous system, it will retard their ability to study, it will make them fatigued. And who has to be blamed? You cannot blame the kids, the schools, the principals, or you can't blame the children and the parents. You have to blame those people who are sitting in power in the school board who are making decisions and who are making priority decisions for other things than the most priority thing that we need for our kids, health and also their educational levels of improvement.
0: So the school board would submit to you that they are subject to provincial funding formula, that they don't have enough funding from the province in order to do local initiatives such as upgrading pipes in schools. In this sense, do you feel that The school board merely exists so that people are not yelling at the provincial government for its funding formula.
1: No, I don't think the school board exists for people to yell at the school board. No, the the, the school board is actually drive engine of the educational system in this district. Now, for example, let me tell you that if the school board can make certain decisions, for example, closing of schools. Why should we close schools when our children need good schools and better schools? Then they're talking of um, integrating mega schools. Why should you have two schools joined together just because you want to have a number of school children, big in order for them to apply and get for grants from the provincial or the federal government? No, our schools have to be kept for our children. It is for their future. What about my grandchild? What about your grandchild? If a school is closed, You think that our children will have to go to Ancaster or or Oakville or or, or even to Hamilton by bus, traveling in the morning, tired, coming back in the evening, tired, then because their educational levels are low, they have to go to tutorials? No. We have to safeguard those properties and those schools and whatever we have for our next generation because our next generation is our wealth and education is their asset.
0: What two changes do you wish to achieve in your four-year term on the board?
1: Well, the first thing I would like to do is I would like to make an in-depth study of how this board has been administrating all the schools in this district and how the $546 million are being utilized or even for that purpose allocated for various aspects of school development benefits of the children. My priority will be to find out whether monies have been spent for the welfare, the health benefits and the educational achievement of the children. If that is not so, I will present to the board proposals to meet requirements that are priority on those aspects. The second thing is we don't need massive buildings and administrative blocks for a few people to sit and control about 640 to 700 schools in this district. What we need is better schools, better facilities, better teachers, help the teachers to do their job better and not interfere in things which the other provinces or the other government institutions want to do, like selling our schools to the council or other places for development of houses or multi-story buildings, which is not the priority. The priority is education and health for our children. And, and, And that is what I will do during my four years, even if it cannot be achieved. At least I will try as the voice of Ward 13 in the school board after the October 22nd elections. It's
0: 2022. The public record is writing an assessment of your performance during the past four years. What three words do you hope we will use to describe your term on the school board?
1: Just tell the public and tell the parents and the teachers and all those concerned. I have done my duty with dignity and honor And I will always work towards that even if I am not in the school board.
0: Politics is the art of allocating limited resources and compromising to find solutions. How will you manage a staff recommendation to close the school in Ward 13, which staff states will enable the board to provide a better quality of education across the system?
1: I will not just go by a presentation or a proposal or or a project report presented by a staff group. No. I will analyze it. I will study it in depth. I will ask the school board to make sure whether those proposals are good. And also, we will have to interact with the parents and the students. For that purpose, my platform is also that I will create what is called an interactive dialogue discussion with the parents. Interactive dialogue discussions with the students because, you know, students are the next generation and students should know what is happening for themselves of what is their future. And while doing that, if it is found that those proposals are not adequate or they are not beneficial, I will make sure that those proposals are dropped out.
0: The school board's relationship with Hamilton City Council has had its ups and its downs. How do you plan to work with city council
1: during the next four years? We have to build bridges. Whether it is negative or positive is not the issue. We have to make the city council understand and we can't rush to accept whatever the city council proposes or whatever the provincial council proposes.
0: Thank you for joining us today. That's the end of the questions. Do you have any
1: closing remarks that you wish to share? I want to give the best as a school board Representative for Ward 13. My platforms are I will not sell school boards, I will not allow, I will not sell schools, I will not allow schools to be closed or school properties to be sold. I will give the best that is needed for the children for their transportation and make school life the best life of achievement during their school period. So I want the parents and the voters of Dundas Ward 13 to give me a chance and to be elected, give their vote, and to be elected to represent them in the new school board after October the 22nd, 2018.
0: Thank you. I want to thank the Dundas branch of the Hamilton Public Library, whose makerspace we used today to record this podcast. This has been episode 55 of the Public Records, the 155 podcast. The Public Record is Hamilton's local, independent, reader-funded news outlet. This podcast is made possible by members of the Public Records Press Club. Visit thepublicrecord.ca to learn more and listen to all episodes of the 155 podcast. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed. The Public Record is a member of the National News Media Council, a voluntary self-regulatory organization that deals with journalistic practices and ethical behavior. To learn more about the Media Council, visit the Media Council at mediacouncil.ca. Thank you for listening. See you at the polls on October 22nd.